Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios, it's time for Business Leaders Radio. Now, here's your host, John Ray. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Business Leaders Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, I'm honored to welcome Ed Meisiglan to the show. Ed is managing partner at Indiana Business Advisors, and he's the host of the How to Sell a Business podcast. Ed, welcome. John, sure appreciate you having me on. I know we've been tr- trying to do this for a while, and uh, I'm, I'm certainly glad to, to be with you today. Well, thank you. Yeah, we've been after it for for a minute or two, and something <laughs> something people don't know about the technology demons we've been fighting just to get this show going. But anyway, um, uh, things are rolling a lot better for for Indiana business advisors and the work you're doing, uh, uh, as opposed to our technology. So let's talk about that. Give give everyone a little background on you and your firm. Sure. So Indiana business advisors has been around for about forty years. We're we're one of the largest business brokerages in the Midwest. Um, we've got 14 deal makers, four support staff, and we're a full service brokerage, meaning we take the business, you know, we prep the business for sale and we take it all the way through marketing to a successful close. Uh, me, I've been with the firm for 30 years. I have, um, my area of expertise is business valuation uh, of those 30 years, 27 of those have been a professional appraiser. Uh, I, I tend to deal with anything related to value, whether that be value creation through, uh, identifying drivers of value to exit planning, to equipment appraisal, as well as business valuation. So anything that is going to affect purchase price, I'm, I tend to be knee deep in the middle of it. Well, and that's where it's all, that's what it's all about right there, right? Is purchase well, price. Well, purchase price and what's the likelihood you can convey it to the next person. Yeah. Yeah. So talk about the industry, because we were talking about this before um, we came on the air, that the industry across states all over the country is very loosely regulated because of that. Any loosely regulated industry attracts uh, at Folks that throw, can throw up a shingle, we'll just put it that way, okay? Yeah. Um, how, talk about how you bring your experience and um, you, you to bear on that industry. Yeah, so so it is true. I, I, I as we were talking about, I mean, early, I, I always thought over the course of of my. 30 years that we would have the opportunity to see the SEC or FINRA or somebody come put their arms around the industry and say, you know what, here's the ethical standards, here are the, the licensure requirements, here are the things that you're going to have to do in order to facilitate a business sale. Because, you know, the consumer, the consumer or the business owner, they don't have but one shot to sell their business. So, and if they if for whatever reason something does happen, you, you don't have anybody to tell. Like in, mm. in real estate, you there's a whole slew of people that, you know, from the you know, Better Business Bureau to to you know the national real estate boards, there there's recourse to making a mistake. So as as far as 
from our standpoint, we have historically, you know, it's quality control. You know, the people that we surround ourselves with are good deal makers. They have experience. They either they've been in business themselves before they, you know, they're more empathetic to the business owners that we work with. And then we, then we backfill it with financial analysis and legal accounting and all the other things that go into a successful sale. But generally speaking uh, across the country, it is, I don't want to say the wild west, but there's a there are not many barriers to en- entry, and as a result, there's a, a lot of bad actors that can come in. And if you don't know if you don't know what you don't know, it it you know it's a potential you know a potential bad sale for you. So really, what we're saying here is that whether a business owner looks to hire you or anyone else, any other business broker, they really need to do their homework about that that particular business broker. So what do you recommend? Uh, uh, business owners looking at um, uh, firms to represent them. How, what yeah. do you recommend? There's a, there's a lot of, of um, the deal-making community is fairly small and most, you know, you don't want to go to your, your, uh, you know, your attorney buddy that did somebody's divorce. You want to go find a transaction attorney or somebody that deals in business law. Chances are they helped, you know, do the legal documents for, for that sale. You also want, you know, an accountant, you ask the accountant who, who does these deals. Um, yeah, those are the two primary, the two my primary players that I would, I would at least get the short list and you could probably find some bankers. Most it's a small community. And mm. so identifying who are the players and, and let's just talk about it. So you, Every transaction is going to probably have an accountant, an attorney, a banker. <clears throat> you know, probably um, uh, you, you might have a business appraiser. You might have um, an insurance guy. Those are the those are the the primary components of the exit planning team, so to speak. So if you if you reach out to them, chances are they're going to be able to give you a recommendation of who's doing deals and who does them well. Well, and one thing, one thing I see on, on, uh, about your firm is it your, you and your colleagues have sold almost over 2,200 businesses, something like that. I mean, yes, uh, yeah. I, I guess that speak, that kind of speaks for itself too, doesn't it? Well, yeah, well, we, we've got a lot of reps involved, you know, mm-hmm. and, and that's, you know, so yeah, we've done a lot of deals and we've done a lot of different deals. Mm-hmm. And I think, when you're working with different types of owners, not all owners are the same. I mean, different motivations, different reasons why they're selling. For us, um, just having that breadth of experience is really helpful to any any of the the business owners we work with. Because chances are we we've, we've already stumbled through whatever problem that they think that they have. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, yeah, sure. You you've you've seen some version of their problem. Um, well, yeah. And 2,200, I mean, that's a, yeah, we're really proud of that. I mean, I, I, you don't think of, you don't think of, uh, of the magnitude of that many deals until you, you start looking back and you start looking at who's doing deals now. And you're like, yeah, one guy's, you know, 
you know, is great, is thrilled to have five sales under their belt. And I'm like, man, you're just getting started. You know, <laughs> that's right. You're, you're just a baby. Okay. Uh, yeah. Ed Misagland is with us, folks. He's the uh, managing partner of Indiana Business Advisors and also the host of a um, rebranded and new podcast. <laughs> we'll, we'll get that to that in a second. How to Sell a Business is the name of that show. Um, so let's talk, I want to get to the show in just a second, but let's talk sure. to business owners that are thinking about selling and, um, this will be a good segue into how, how to sell a business, how to sell a business starts well before, uh, like six months ahead of time. Right. I mean, it starts oh, at, yeah. at, at minimum. I mean, yeah. there right now, I mean, if you're getting into business, you should be thinking about how you're going to get out of business. Mm. You know, it's what it. It is an illiquid asset, you know, and most people are under the assumption of who wouldn't love my business? You know, mm -hmm. who who wouldn't want to take this unbelievable business that has kept me up at night, you know, forced me to pledge collateral? All, who wouldn't want a business like that? Um, and so when we when we look at that, um, you need to plan your exit. And in order to plan your exit, you need to position what are the value drivers around it? What's, you know, am I the business? You know, what, what's the likelihood that I could replace John Ray? Probably not. You know, you're, you're the, you're that guy. So it's hard to transfer that, that value without a, a, a conscious means to how am I going to orderly transition that business? So, yeah, it starts much earlier. Um, I would say, you know, the more time you could devote to it, you know, the you, you, the better. You don't want to be in a position where you're forced to sell, where a health challenge comes about, or you you know you see perhaps the market is changing, and it's like you know I I, I just want out of the trap because that's just not. It's it's an asset, just like a stock or anything else that you ha might have in your portfolio. It's an income producing asset, and the buyer is evaluating the risk. Why would I principal substitution? Why would I buy? Why would I buy something like this if I can get a superior return with less risk? Why wouldn't yeah. I do that? And so, yeah, the planning part is always having, always be in a position to to be ready to sell because it, you know I'm somebody some buyer we a lot of our practices is business owners coming to us saying someone showed up at my doorstep and they want to buy my business mm. I don't what happens next well for us you know we're looking at it from the standpoint of okay first thing we got to do is get our arms around value so I know we're probably going to touch upon it, but mm -hmm. but you know here's basically the process. I mean, the, you you have to understand what creates value to in your in your business, and the value differs. Of course, you know this. <laughs> the value differs depending on who the purchaser is and what that value is to them. So, price sure. and value are two entirely different functions. But there's three buckets of buyers. You have your individual buyers that are looking to buy themselves a job. You have strategic buyers that are looking to grow market share. And then you have private equity groups that are looking either to build a platform or bolt on to their platform. Those are the three types of, of buyers. So you have to understand what creates value for each of those. For individuals, it's an income stream. For strategic, it may be market or you know some economies of scale. And for private equity, they have 
they are looking for purely at returns. How do I build the best business so that the next person is going to buy it? Mm-hmm. So the first thing, like I said, is you get you get your arms around value. Second thing is get uh, get the people that need to understand your exit together. All right. You know, uh, I was talking to a business owner the other day that, you know, if you want to ride that business right into the ground, now he's, he's, I don't know, 60, no, he's 75, 76. Mm. And he's like, I'm, no, I'm not going to sell. Uh, and it's fine by me, but does your wife know you're, you don't want to sell, you know? So right. it's either you're going to live, you're going to leave that business either voluntarily or involuntary. One or the other is going to happen. And both are perfectly acceptable means to exit a business. The question is, are the people that are important to you, do they understand what you're, that that's your goal? And if they do, perfect. So that's the second thing. Get the people that need to know around, mm-hmm. around you. Selling a business is confidential. So you don't want to tell anybody that doesn't need to know. So you don't want to go to your employees. You don't want to, you don't want to go to your customers. You don't want any of those people that, you know, perhaps would change their position working with the company. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't want your employees to say, oh my gosh, John's going to sell. I'm probably out of a out of a job because I've seen pretty woman and they anybody that buys a business is going to break it up and they're going to you know they're going to sell off the pieces. It, it's not like that. Um, and, and you know customers, you know if if, if a co- competitor learns that you're for sale, you know there's a there's a chance that they're going to use that against you. That you know John's not selling his business because you know John wants to retire. John's selling the business because you know. Um, you know, he's just he's going out of business. It's right. just bad. It's been bad for John. Even though John's printing money hand over fist, he's getting out of the business. So my point is that those are are the things you want to consider on the from a confidentiality standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then next, you want to clean up the books. You know, confused buyers don't buy. It doesn't matter what you're talking about, especially in businesses. That if your your financial statements are a total train wreck, chances are. No one's going to buy it because they can't rely on, on what you have, what they're buying. So mm-hmm. if you can get a clean set of books, even if you have to spend a few thousand dollars with your accountant or a ter- or your accountant or CFO or whomever, uh, to in order to put those together, that you have a good clean set of defensible books, perfect. And then from there, just be be in a position and ready to to make the decision is it the right time and i can tell you that most businesses they it doesn't matter good businesses sell in any environment cuz well, we we've been getting a lot of questions about you know an impending recession it doesn't there's not a whole lot of change in the in 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 the buying and selling business the cost of capital changes but good businesses sell in any environment and so i I tell the people we work with, you know, don't worry about the multiples, worry about your earnings, keep those strong and it'll, it'll all shake out just fine. So you you mentioned something earlier, Ed, about, um, value drivers and identifying Mm -hmm. value drivers. And what that sounded like to me is that you work with business owners in the planning stages to help figure out the ways they can improve their business 
drive better value and therefore drive a better valuation whenever they're ready to sell. Is that, yeah. did I get yeah. that right? Yeah. We, I, I mean, uh, we execute on the sale. We do mm-hmm. some pre-sale consulting. Most of the time, the business owners are like, you know, they're ready to retire and that and the, there's not enough gas in the tank for them to go to the drawing board and take the next couple of years to, 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 to improve the business. But there's many that are now doing so. I think there's a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of content out there now on, on value and mm-hmm. how important it is and, and how it's transferable. And it's just, it's not the way it used to be 30 years ago. Now people, it's so much more of an analytical exercise on does this make sense? And yeah, so there's, there's, you know, various drivers of, of revenue or of value. And yeah, the biggest ones are, are you the business? You know, do you have recurring revenue? Can you calculate, you know, what's going to happen next month? Do you know Mm. where your next customer is coming? Are your customers happy with you? Can you quantify you know it, what's the cost of how do I get that customer? Then you then you now how do you differentiate yourself? Are you a me too, or is there any kind of moat around your business that makes you superior to that of alternate investments? Mm-hmm. And so these drivers, yeah, we help identify them um, as we as we look at business valuation. We we identified this is these are the chinks in your armor. You can fix them, or we can go to market and see what we can do. But chances are, someone's going to start poking at those at those little weakness weak parts of your business, and we can offset it only to a certain extent. Um, but at the end of the day, that that buyer ultimately determines whether or not whether or not we're going to get a sale. And I, I think it's really important for business owners to understand as you go into this process into this process, you begin, you have a great deal of control and a great deal of leverage over the buyer pool at the beginning. At the end, you don't, it reverses. All right. So the buyer is more in control and and maintains control. And, and, and from a full service brokerage, that's what we do is, you know, if that buyer is going to start flaking out, we got 10 more right behind you. So don't do that. You know, it, it's okay if the deal dies, but you know, don't think that you're going to beat up on our on our seller when, in fact, we have, like I said, we have a <laughs> we have a ten more people just like you right behind you. So don't don't do that. I think you just just explained the reason why someone needs to hire a business broker like you versus trying to do it themselves. That's one good reason right there. Um, well, right. Well, well, that's that's nice of you to say, but my, as I was telling you before we started the show, my. I think no broker is better than a bad broker all day long. And yeah, I I don't mean to to beat up on my my brokerage brethren, but again, due diligence on who's going to facilitate your sale is really, really important. Mm. And hiring a broker is is good, but like I said, you just have to do diligent, do your due diligence on them, make sure that that they understand your business, you know, there's different industries where there's silos that they're subject matter experts. And those are fabulous places to, to look. If you have an association, chances are somebody, somebody probably is spending a lot of time working that industry because it seems as though over the course, let's say the last decade or so that we're seeing a lot of, 
more and more silos of deal making. And that's where the How to Sell Business podcast comes in. Mm-hmm. Because what we did, you know, originally we were called Defenders of Business Value. And I love that name. I thought uh, that, that is just a sexy name and it it just it just emitted power. <laughs> and it and the had a good time with it and lots of people listened to it and we developed you know a lot of relationships it it did it did what it was supposed to do but you know i'm like i said i'm 30 years into this into this industry and mm-hmm. and i i believe every business can sell i i i truly do i just don't think that the business owners have are equipped with all the information they need and and so that's why I re- rebranded it the How to Sell a Business podcast. Number one, because of discoverability. Google mm-hmm. Google likes the old how to anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so and so I, I want it to be more discoverable so we can reach more people to help them on this journey. Because again, I told you this is a once in probably a once in a lifetime event. Statistics show that, yeah, we're you probably a business owner has between 70 and 90% of their net worth tied into their business. This mm-hmm. is a real big deal. Yeah. And, and so what, as I was telling you from a silo standpoint, what we're doing is we're going out to, to different silos, like, you know, a couple, a uh, couple days ago, I recorded on how to sell a play it again, sports franchise. You know, there's, there's, I don't know, 300 franchisees that probably need to know how to, when they cut, when it comes to selling their business, they need to know. Mm-hmm. We we're talking about home health care, same mm-hmm. kind of thing. Those, there's nuances of those particular businesses. And I wanted to talk to those subject matter experts that when that particular business owner, you know, decides that they, that it, it they need to start thinking about it. These are the talking points that they need to, to begin the evaluation. Yeah, and in those, this is what I think is cool about what you're doing with your show. It is those in those particular cases, those uh, sub you call them subject matter experts. They're the actual people that own those businesses, so that that makes them the real expert right there, right? I mean, so they they really lived it and uh, uh, sweated it out and did all they uh, needed to do to get to that well successful finish line, right? And so you're. You're hearing their story. Well, we're not only hearing their story, but but we're also looking at deal makers. So mm-hmm. the people that are selling them, the people that are valuing them, the people that are that are helping those business owners identify the value in their particular businesses. Mm-hmm. So those are the those are the the groups that we're targeting for for each industry. And we, I mean, we've got you know several hundred that we're targeting. Um, you know, we're we're talking to a Christmas tree farm in a couple of weeks. I mean, what, who, I love that. I'm, yeah. I mean, who would <laughs> Merry Christmas. I mean, who, Christmas. who, I mean, think if you think of a business like, Holy moly, what a crazy, what a crazy business that, you know, your entire, your entire business is wrapped up in, you know, 45 to 60 days. Right. That's a, right. that's a, that's a crazy. Well, so my point is that, but the some of the nuances of selling a company like that will transfer to other businesses that you know my my revenue concentration happens in 3 months okay well how do i do that and that's like i said my goal is is you know it, there is a 
terrible, terrible statistic that, you know, 80% of businesses don't sell. I mean, in, in my, in my practice, it's, it's much better, but, but nevertheless, as a general rule, 80% of businesses don't sell that. I mean, if you think about it, that is, there's a lot of families that really need that business to sell for whatever next steps mean. Yeah. And so, you know, that's, that's my mission. You know, that's that for the second half of my life, I'm going to, I'm going to work on uh, getting, getting more and more business owners to understand how to sell a business. And, you know, if you need a full service brokerage, we'll find you, we'll either we'll do it or we'll find you one. And uh, if not, and you want to go at it uh, yourself, yeah, that's mine too. And well, you'll have, you'll be equipped with the tools necessary in order to do it. Well, and I think at the top of the show, you made the point that business owners need to be thinking about a sale well ahead of time. And so those, even if you're early on in owning your business, this show is for you because just yeah. what you said, you need to think about how to sell your business and, uh, learn about that along the way so that when you get to that crucial point, you're ready. Right. Well, we, right. And as we, as we move forward in with the show, I think the, the biggest thing is that this is an easy way to learn. You know, you can put your earphones on and, you know, if this is working out or walking the dog or whatever, you're you're able to listen to you're able to listen to it by with multitasking mm. because most business owners are like my because I'll show up and I'll say this is what you got to do and they're like my god when do you think I'm going to do it I mean I don't have the time to add one more thing especially something that that something that's going to take time and potentially money mm-hmm. and I I don't want to do it and then they come to the time where they want to sell and now they're back in the jam again. Um, and so that, that's, that's, that's a real problem for them. So, so again, we don't want to add to it. And that's part of the pod reason for the podcast. I mean, most Mm -hmm. of the, the clients that have come that came from the original podcast. I mean, it's just, as you know, I mean, people, people just are, are listening and it's an easy way for them to learn and they can, they can self-assess where they're at in the process. And that's all I'm trying to do. I, if we make any money, that's great. If not, I, I, I need a hobby and this is a great one to do. <laughs> well, I think you're doing uh, great work here and trying, and, and you did it before. So this is not, you know, you're not new to this with defenders of business value. You were doing the same thing. It's just, you <laughs> rebranded and, and, uh, widening out your guest and, um, doing a great service for business owners out there. So it's a, it's a honor that we can work with you and, and to do that and, um, celebrate the great work you're doing, Ed. Well, I, I sure appreciate it. And, and likewise, I mean, you're, you're providing a, a platform that kind of, uh, expands the breadth of the, of the podcast. And, and, and again, I, I just, you know, it, it's either entertainment or information. I, I'm, I, I'm not much of an entertainer, but boy, I, I, we have a lot of information that I, that I hope that we can, we can convey to, you know, the radio X family Uh and, and all, all those, all those folks. And similarly, we, you know, it's, it's good to work with you because just, you know, we're able to, to do more and have greater reach that, you know, that you support the mission. And that's what you guys are great about is finding people like me on, you know, 
with big goals and and put kind of putting your arm around and say, all right, this is this is how we're going to do it, mm. <laughs> you know, and and away we go. So it's it it so far it's been great. I'm looking I'm looking forward to the next uh, hundred episodes or so. Absolutely, yeah. That with uh, lots of great things ahead, folks. How to the how to sell a business podcast. How to sell a business dot com is one place you can find out more information on the show and on Ed and his work. So Ed, this has been great. I already gave a little bit of contact information for those that want to be in touch directly with you. How can they do that? Yeah. So uh, certainly on, from, from the website, the how to sell business podcast.com, you can reach me on Twitter at Ed Miso, M-E-D-M-Y-S-O. I'm on LinkedIn, um, same spot. Yeah, just uh, look. I'm, I think I'm the only mice gland in there. So just uh, you can find me there, or you can you can reach me at three one seven two one eight eight six one six is my direct dial. So I and I'm happy to visit anytime. Terrific, Ed Mice gland, folks, managing partner of Indiana Business Advisors and host of. How to sell a biz the how to sell a business podcast. Uh lots of great episodes coming. We've already uh got got a, a few in the can that are gonna be great and more coming. So folks, check it out. Um how to sell a business dot com, how to sell business podcast dot com for more information. Um folks, just a quick reminder, business leaders radio is on all the major podcast apps, and we would love it. If you have found something here that makes you want to share the show to please do so. Um, our mission at business radio X is to uh, really feature celebrate and honor the great work of business leaders like Ed who do fantastic work and deserve for that work to be celebrated and found. And, uh, that's our philosophy at business radio X. So if you could help us help them, celebrate their work. We greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Ed Mysa Gland, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Business Leaders Radio.